Senior Life Journeys presents Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia, a podcast designed to help caregivers find knowledge, power, hope, and smiles in their dementia caregiving journey. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. Here is your host, best-selling author, Carol Howell. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. I'm Carol Howell. Our previous episodes have been to geared towards uplifting you and building you up and giving you confidence in who you are and your talents and your abilities. Today, I hope I don't bring you down, <laughs> but it's an important episode with the information I want you to have, and it's regarding COVID and your brain and why you need to put on your daggone mask. And don't write me and tell me 14 reasons why you're not going to wear a mask and why you don't believe in social distancing and that you think COVID is all just a hoax. Please don't do that because I am not going to respond to that email because I don't buy that. So there you go. I've preached my sermon. (laughs) I want you to wear your mask. I want you to social distance. I don't want you going out in great big crowds of people or even medium-sized crowds of people. How about maybe two or three people at the most? And why, you ask? It's because of what we are learning COVID is doing to the brain. So the article that I am going to read parts of it to you, because I don't have it memorized. Can you believe that? What kind of person am I? But it's the AARP magazine that my husband gets. I don't get it because I'm not old enough. I'm just saying. It's just the truth. (laughs) But there is um, a physician who wound up with COVID in the hospital, and he was hit very hard with it. And um, his family seemed to recover much more quickly than he did. But he noticed that afterwards he had splitting headaches and overwhelming fatigue. He said he was convinced that his brain was on fire. I was doing things I wasn't aware of, he now recalls. I talked out loud in my room during isolation, and my wife kept asking me who I was talking to on the phone. I said, nobody, not realizing that I was vocalizing the normal running dialogue we all have with ourselves. I remember thinking several times that I needed to tell my wife to keep my father away from the house, that he has cancer and that he could die if he came over. He did have cancer, but he also died in 2007. The physician recuperated after six rocky roller coaster weeks. Nonetheless, he feels like something has been forever changed in his body. Now, what we know is that there are a whole host of things that come our way that are been around a long time that aren't new like COVID that cause neurological and other type of side effects such as colds, flus, pneumonia, The connection has always been there between those types of things and uh, our our cognitive abilities. Viruses such as the flu, measles, respiratory um, viruses, um, Zika, have, have known neurological effects, as do other types of coronaviruses. Some of the most frequent symptoms recorded have been relatively mild, such as headaches, muscle pain, and dizziness, but others have been very severe, like encephalopathy, um, severe illness, and even death. What they don't know is long-term what the effect of corona or COVID-19 will have on the brain long-term. We do not know that. It's waiting to be seen. And as I said, again, let's keep in, in perspective that that is not new. This has been going on with lots of diseases that has a, have a long-term effect on the body and the brain. But COVID is the latest thing on our mind, and that's why we wear our mask. We wear our mask to protect us, 
to protect others. I want you to wear your mask in case you come to see me. You're protecting you and you're protecting me. And we're social distancing at our church. We have a very large sanctuary. We hold a couple thousand people, but there's not that many people attending church right now that we can't social distance. They say if you're sitting at church and you can feel the breath of somebody on your neck or when you stand to sing, they're right behind you. That's dangerous. You need to move down six or eight feet so that there's nobody right around you. We wear our mask for sure when we're in the crowded area of our church. And a lot of folks wear it sitting there in their social distanced area of the sanctuary. So yeah, you can get out and go and do some things. Go to go to Walmart and pick up your groceries, but wear your mask and don't don't dilly dally. Get it done. Get home where you're safe. Consider going outside, though, and I don't know that you need your mask out walking if you're all by yourself or with somebody that you live with. If you're walking with the next door neighbor, probably should put on your mask. I only walk with my husband, and believe me, if I've got it, he's got it, so that's the way that's going to be, so I don't wear it then. I don't understand the folks, though, who are wearing their mask in the car by themselves. Now, I just want somebody to explain to me where they're getting the coronavirus or any other virus while they're in the car by themselves. You know, is the radio putting it off? <laughs> I don't know, but I do not wear my mask in the car by myself, but... If it brings you peace to do it, then buy yourself three masks and keep them handy and do that. You know, whatever. But let's protect each other because we don't know. We just don't know. I know at church this past weekend, our pastor was updating what's going on in our county and in our state as far as statistics. And he said he heard an interview with Dr. Fauci. And he said Dr. Fauci's most commonly used three words in any interview were, we don't know. And because we don't know, we really do need to be more careful. But you can maintain that social connection physically in our world and in a distance way in our world still safely. You can talk with people. You know, if your neighbor's coming down the sidewalk and you're up on your porch, you can yell out and talk to them and have a conversation and not have to worry about it. We don't have to be just closed up in a room with the blinds pulled. Don't do that. That's not good for us. We need to eat healthy. That is so good for your body being able to fight off anything that's coming its way that we don't want, it's more easily accomplished if we eat healthy. We need to exercise, as I've already talked in, in a very recent episode. Let's see, it was one, two, three, about four episodes ago, I think, talked about exercising, how that's so good for you. Getting good sleep, because let's think about that. When we're in that deep sleep, our automatic vacuum cleaner comes on and it cleans out our brain. And that's what we want is to get all the trash out of our brain that does accumulate each day. So good sleep is a good thing. And then as we've been saying in these previous episodes, ward off anxiety and fears and that negative talk and those ants, those automatic negative thoughts that go on in your brain. Kick them to the curb. You're worth more than that. Don't, don't give in to it. Well, that's just my thoughts today on COVID and the brain. Join me next time on Let's Talk Dementia. Bye-bye. A special thank you to our sponsors, National Association of Veterans and Families, 800-352-2919 or www.navf.org. Contact them for information regarding benefits for the veteran or the spouse of the veteran. Tell them Carol sent you. National Association of Veterans and Families. They speak veteran, so you don't have to. HD Imports, located in 
Rock Hill, South Carolina, wonderful mechanics for the repair and maintenance of Honda, Hyundai, Acura, Toyota, and Kia. HD Imports, 803-985-0985. I would like to take a special moment and thank you for being a part of Let's Talk Dementia. You can find all of our resources at our website, letstalkdementia.org. Our podcasts, our videos, our books, our blogs, and a form where you can contact me are all right there on the website. I look forward to hearing from you. Blessings and smiles.